You're listening to the WR Podcast. Let freedom ring. Simple talk on current events. With a little bit of how you would say a punk rock attitude. With your host, Will Ramos. How does America perceive Kamala Harris? Here's political strategist and commentator Malik Abdul. And the question here is... Is she bringing enthusiasm or is there a lack of? I believe she left the race with about 3% of the national vote. That should tell us that there isn't a lot of excitement around her. There were questions about whether or not she would be able to raise money. We saw that she did not. She had one great moment. And that moment is when she essentially called Joe Biden a racist. It was hurtful to hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not only that, but you also worked with them to oppose busing. I think she had about two or three weeks where she was riding high all of the great coverage, and she really didn't do anything with it, in part because she's just not a great candidate. And the question is, will they vote Biden-Harris? especially when there is such history on both sides with Biden's 94 crime bill and Harris enforcing it. So in 2020, how do you steer from that past? And in Harris's case, a lot of the people, a lot of the black community, most of their concern about Harris during the primary was the work that she did locking up people of color in California. Granted, that was her job, but it's something that's going to be used against her in the very same way that people have a problem with Joe Biden's 94 crime bill. I think that Donald Trump will probably up his percentage of the black male vote to maybe about 14, and I think his overall percentage may end up being about 10%, which would, and that would pretty much um, sway the election, swing the election in his favor. And BLM, how is that supported? If we listen to the Black Lives Matter leader in Chicago uh, just recently who defended the rioting that happened on the Magnificent Mile in Chicago, she defended it and she said that this is our reparations. I don't care if somebody decides to loot a Gucci or a Macy's or a Nike because that makes sure that that person eats. That makes sure that that person has clothes. That makes sure that that person can make some kind of money because this city obviously doesn't care about them. Not only that, that's reparation. You must be out of your goddamn mind. So you're encouraging people to steal. And for the religious folks out there, you're breaking the eighth commandment. Thou shalt not steal. You're encouraging people to break in stores and taking things because you need to eat. There's plenty of food places that offer free meals. And there's the Salvation Army that helps with clothes, etc., why does it necessarily have to be a high-end name brand store? This is absurd. Never go for retard. And reparations, please. Are there slaves in America in 2020? I don't think so. This is a cop-out, a crutch, poisoning the minds of the ignorant by keeping them down as victims. Pretty much telling them that they cannot think for themselves or do for themselves. What kind of enlightenment is this? This is America, land of opportunity, for those that want it, can take it if you work for it. Therefore, you earn it, not steal it. And of course you don't care because you own nothing, but if it was your store, you would be livid. Your hair would be on fire. 
The Biden-Harris ticket is a sold-out concert with no audience. In quotes, sold out. They are sellouts to the far-left extremist. No stance, no policy, no order. And America is voting for law and order. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. 